0: Welcome to this 8th episode of TM Radio entitled, True Mother the Mommy. This session was a lot of fun to do and the conversation surrounded interacting with True Mother as this grandmother figure which we don't get to see very often. We also talked about the kind of legacy we're leaving behind for our children and future generations to develop a personal relationship with True Parents. Welcome everybody to this eighth session of TM Radio. I know I say this for every episode, but I really am joined by two wonderful sisters that I love so much, And I was just in our opening prayer, I was just expressing that I don't get to see them enough or talk to them enough. So I'm really happy to have both of them joining me today. We have Yana Johnson, who is the Blessing Ministry Director for Family Fed. And we have Nina Urbanya, who is the pastor for the Detroit Family Church. Actually, we noticed the three of us are now moms of three So we have a lot in common, (laughs) along with many other things. But why don't both of you say hello to everybody who's listening today? Hello, everyone.
1: Excited to be here. Thanks, Kaylee. Awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Three of us are kind of excited to cover this speech today because it's an aspect of True Mother that we, we don't actually get a lot of access to and don't think about her in this way. This is a speech that True Mother gave at the Hyojeong Nuri Sunday Service. And if you don't know, this is like a children's service that they hold in Korea. And so if you've seen any of the videos, they have all these like cute dancing and fun things and story time. They usually have like grass, you know, pretend grass on the stage, a totally different experience. And it's really lovely to hear True Mother talking as this uh, really cute grandmother to all of her, her wonderful grandchildren. She's given many of these speeches, but this particular one is from August 21st of 2022, so not too long ago. So she begins with, beloved, blessed couples from around the world, you of the first, second, third, and fourth generations, Today, a fourth generation baby girl, Moon Zhonga, has been born into True Parents' family. And then in brackets here, it says, Mother smiles and everyone applauds. (laughs) We applaud too. Uh, The appearance of True Parents in the 6,000 year history of humankind and the history of religion is a miracle. True Parents you who have gathered here, the first generation grandparents, the mothers and the fathers, the elder brothers and sisters, those of you of the third, fourth and generation, what do you call me? And the audience answers, grandmommy. So I'm going to pause here because, I mean, first of all, you can feel there's just a different spirit and energy. And I can just imagine. True Mother with this sweet smile on her face. And I mean, we know, right, when I get in front of little kids, I talk very differently and my heart is very different towards them. And I'm full of so much like hope and excitement and purity. And there's just something that comes out of you when you're around children. It's very different from other speeches that you might give. Of course, True Mother is like super happy when she's mentioning this fourth generation Baby girl that is born, I think, what a big achievement for her, right? To be alive and to have this fourth generation—that's uh, that's something my dad also has a goal of, right? To to be alive for his his great grandchild. <laughs> we hope that that can happen. I think about this like this very simple phrase she's saying here. She says, "The appearance of true parents in the history of religion and humankind is a miracle. True parents." And so I think about like she is trying to simplify the education for children and what's the most important thing that she wants to make sure these young children are getting and she she's emphasizing who true parents are and how special they are the first time that true parents could appear on the earth. And then first of all I love mother is mentioning here that there's first generation grandparents, there's moms and dads, there's older brothers and sisters. And I love the image of three generations having fun at this Nuri festival together and creating finally the true family federation, right? This kind of like spirit that represents who I think we all long to be in our own communities. But especially this terminology, grandmommy, she introduced it in an earlier speech for the first time she introduced the terminology Wang oman luckily we have nina here with us who speaks korean and help us understand more but just what i love the image of this is i've i've struggled right to help my children have a relationship with true mother my relationship with true mother is different than my parents they are first generation and they have a lot of personal experience and walked a very similar course And I think it's been hard for us as second generation to kind of navigate how to have the personal relationship, but we grew up with true parents still. We saw them in person, we heard them speak, but my children are not really going to have that same opportunity. And so I love this image of grandmommy and what that brings up because they love their grandmothers, right? Now I have this easier terminology to help my children have this personal connection with true parents. And I just... I absolutely love it it everything about it feels absolutely perfect so
1: yeah I want to start using that Wong Oma oh, you've <laughs> been saying like Omonim oh, but Wong Oma
0: oh, yeah I mean even that's different right yeah. That, yeah there's not the formality and she's allowing that she's giving the permission to be more casual like it's please... like a nickname a nickname yeah. for her mother yeah. oh I love it mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I was looking at the video, actually, and, you know, when she says that sentence, the appearance of true parents in the 6,000-year history of humankind, you know, is a miracle. And she makes it so clear and strong. It's, like, really like a proclamation. Hmm. And I think for us, you know, it's a a second generation, maybe third generation, too. You know, we we might take true parents for granted, you know, but it made me really think, looking at the video and how much she really, like, paused on it and really articulated it like how much it really is a miracle. Like this time in history will never come again. And then, you know, the grandmommy. Yeah, I, I really like how she's allowing like that us to use that nickname. And like Wang, Wang-on-ma in Korea, I've heard the term like wang Onni, which means like like grand elder sister or bigger older sister. And it's usually used for like the one who's most like motherly, most caring, most loving. So it has a royal aspect, you know, you could say like Wang means king. So it could be like, you know, the queen mommy, the mommy of all mommies, kind of like that. And I think it really shows that she's like the, you know, the one who sacrificed the most for us, the one who loves us the most. So I really like that. Like Kelly was saying for my kids, you know, this is going to be a really great way. Instead of just saying like, you know, true mother or homonym, you know, like Wang oma, grandmommy. I think it really shows that Truma is really trying to like make a personal connection with like the next generation, which is really beautiful to see. Even with us, I feel like she didn't really do that. Yeah. <laughs> but She's really trying to connect with like the next generation, the kids. And she's really like coming down to the level and, you know, catering to them. And I, I love that. Yeah,
1: it is special because they can say it like because she is their grandmommy. You know what I mean? Like that's what also makes it special. Like, yeah, in that in that kind of order of the family. I feel like something I just love when I was, when you were reading this again, Kaylee, and like the speech is how mother talks. I've always admired that as it, you know, giving content a lot as well. I really admire the way that she's able to bring things so concise and just like that one sentence and really get to the heart. And I feel like she gives this message about 6,000 years and true parents and I talk a lot about that with the blessing too, like how significant the blessing is. This is what God's been wanting to bring from the beginning and true parents and understanding that. But I feel that she's able to bring that education in in all of her speeches. And it's just like she knows the audience and how to convey it, but we're like getting the same education. And I think that's that's amazing, especially thinking that this is a family service and context and like, but it it's the message is for everyone there, you know, makes us reflect and just really admire that about mother. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: agree. And and her education is always very simple and straightforward, right? No pretenses. It just, it is what it is. Very good, which is good for children. And I just want to highlight, Nina, you used the term the mommy of all mommies. And I, I just have to (laughs) echo that because I mean, Okay, within the mom circle and the young parents circle, you can say things you can talk about certain things. You can say mommy and daddy and mama and dada. And that's not weird. Right. Outside of that circle, it's very strange to talk like that. (laughs) (laughs) But I just love this idea that we can treat true mother like this. I, it really opens up something else in my heart. I mean, nobody can see us, but we're all smiling so much in this conversation <laughs> yeah. because there's such a joy and a family feeling, yes. and it's very heavenly. It's like really kingdom of heaven kind of feeling. So I just wanted yes. to echo that. That it's,
2: I, I echo that too, because as soon as I read this speech, I was just like smiling. It was very uplifting, very joyful. Yeah, and usually... Usually it's not
0: like that exactly. when we hear from true parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's special because our kids will get this version of true parents, yeah. you know, if we mm-hmm. if we do a good job, right? If we do the work we need to do and, and and translate what needs to be translated. But yeah, it just gives me a lot of hope.
2: Yeah.
1: There's also a special thing about, I'm just thinking of experiences with my own grandmother, but The life cycle. Like I just remember the last time I was with my grandmother, and she was in her nineties. She would share stories about when she was five years old that, like, we had never heard before. Mm. And there's something like this full circle and this special connection with, I think, going towards much more older in life and then really young children. Mm. And I think that there's something also very special about that, like, because it can feel a little sad, like our children, and thinking of who's born in the family have. Mm. Less a life experience or remembering certain things with true parents, but I also think there's something really special about children being born at this time and to how we can convey that. You know, every yeah. every era, generation has something special about what their experience with true parents is. You know, mm-hmm.
0: it's different. Yeah, yeah. You know? great point. Okay, so I'll continue here. So this is the audience has said Wang Omar Grandmommy. She says, "What do you call me?" And then she continues. Uh, Grandmommy. Yes, I am Grandmommy. After father ascended, I even invited children here to Chonjonggong. They would usually stay on the basement level, but many also went up to the other floors. In the hallway next to Grandmommy's living room on the third floor, there is a small aquarium. There are large fish in the aquarium, but there are also snow white fish of the appropriate small size. Following father's ascension, these snow white fish produce fry continuously for five years. It was a pleasure to watch them every day. One particular year I waited again, but there were no fry to be seen. I wondered whether there were only female fish or only male fish left in the tank. So I spoke with the fish in quotes, Daddy, who cares for the fish. He cleaned the aquarium and changed some of the fish. Then, this August, I saw one baby fish, and then a few days later, four more. Five fish were born. I am saying this because the lifespan of this fish is about five years. Therefore, there are third and fourth generation fish living in the same tank. (laughs) I can't help but giggle after reading that. (laughs) I mean, so one point here is I think, to your point, Yana, is that there's a special affinity between these young children and true mother and so she she's saying here that she invited children to the palace right you know when you go to the palace it's pretty formal and you're not allowed to like wander and you can go to certain places but you know when true mother welcomes grandchildren she's like yeah come into my living room come explore this is your home it's just a very different energy that comes across in that way and then to, to talk about these fish and, you know, the language, of course, this is an English translation, right? So you take it with a grain of salt, but even, so I spoke with the, in quotes, fish daddy. I mean, that's totally what a mom does with young children, right? <laughs> and it's such a simple story, um, but you can feel that uh, true mother is is so joyful in educating this generation of children. It's like there's a purity and a freedom in it. And I feel like, you know, more and more when I read some of Mother's words, I I realize she's really trying to leave like a legacy that is pure. And, And the words that she leaves behind are so important. And so when I see this, I feel, okay. this is how she would talk in the ideal world. This is what she would say in the ideal world. This is how we should teach our children is very simple stories about the animals and she you know in, in many of her recent speeches she's talking about nature and you can see she's really trying to emphasize this is the ideal way to learn the purity of creation this is god gave us everything we need to educate so yeah i just this is the happiest sweetest speech uh that i've read from mother recently and i'm i'm just so joyful experiencing it with you guys
1: <laughs> it really is it's <laughs> cute we were like, we well, let's do this speech because of the fish story. <laughs> but in some ways, like, you know, even that little fish paragraph, just like you said, how we can teach mm-hmm. our children. And these are ways we can convey, like, the value of, you know, three generations together. Like, fish live as three and four generation like it makes it relatable and like did you know like I can just imagine those kind of conversations in that fish tank there might be a grandpa fish or a great grandpa fish like I never even thought about that but now it makes it into such a fun a fun way to like talk about the concept of three and four generation homes.
2: Yeah I agree. It makes it very tangible you know the idea of like three generations living together very natural. Like you know it's all around us the animals you know in nature. And I think that's one thing I really appreciate about True Mother. She's very, like, practical. Everything's very tangible. You know, you can almost see it, feel it. So it's very easy for, I think, kids to grasp onto that. And, you know, like, I was also thinking in the Bible, we have Jesus's parables. Or maybe now we have, you know, like, True Mother's parables, right? Her stories. True Mother's fish
0: stories, right? Yes,
2: you know, animal stories. Yeah. That's great. Yeah,
0: what an interesting idea, like as we work towards restoring the ideal world, you know, I've wondered sometimes if I'm being honest, sometimes some of father's words are so strong and intense, and I recognize that they were needed at a certain time and a certain place. But when I think about me educating my own children, I don't plan on using some of that education for my children. And it's not because I disrespect it or I I don't appreciate it, but it's just my children are growing up in a different place and they don't have to walk the same course that my parents did and I did. But when I see things like this, I think it's really an example of the, the things that will like be everlasting. You know, we'll always honor all of true parents' words, but what will be carried on, like you said, you know, of the parables of Jesus, what will last centuries down the road and of course, we're just talking about a little fish story here, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but the but the heart is the same as I, I feel like many of Mother's other speeches, I feel that she's kind of in this place where she's realizing she's getting towards the end of her life and she wants to try to clean up as much as possible so that it's smooth. The transition is smooth and our future is very clear. And I feel this is a unique aspect of that, the fact that she's she's speaking to these young, it's fourth generation children in, in Korea, because she wants to leave behind like an example of how they should be educated. That's hopeful because you, I mean, we know ladies, it, it wasn't always so joyful being raised in the church, right? There, there was a high standard and high expectation and I think a lot of our peers have a lot of baggage from that time of our life. Some of my friends who have left the church just can't fathom the idea of raising your children in the church because they have so much hurt right from that. Mm -hmm. But this is like a great example that we are moving beyond that indemnity era and that we can honor it and like appreciate it, but we can let it stay in that time period and create a whole new culture for our children that is closer to the kingdom of heaven.
1: And I think that, like, creativity, and I don't know if it's in this speech, but so many of mother's speeches, she talks about, like, environment, like, in the sense of what kind of environment you want to create. And I think for me, I mean, just going on that point of growing up in a less an ideal household, and I had a lot of resentment and, like, feeling like I didn't experience a lot of things that are, quote, unquote, what we hear in the speeches, right? And, but the, like, switching point was really you know, well, what do I want to create? Like, what what does it look like to try to make that, you know, instead of kind of, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, I think it's so easy to stay. And that, and I want to like respect that. Like a lot of people, just like you said, it's very hard to um, disconnect what they experienced in childhood. And like, so it's just easier to like, just change total environment. I'm not going to raise in the church, but the environment, like one of my favorite parenting quotes is like, your job isn't to control your kids' behavior, right, or try to change their behavior, it's change the environment, and that comes the way you parent, right, like, it's your words, your modeling, those things, and then, yeah, the community you surround with, but for me, like, I'm so grateful for, like, these speeches and a lot of just the the more ideal or dream or original, like, what it would be like, and then trying to figure that out practically, I feel like it's so Amazing, but yeah, it takes recognizing that there's like a different time. And I'm grateful that I have that space that I know not our parents didn't always have that, you know. And our kids, it'll be really different. I mean, one of the biggest things I felt reading this was like, I want to be like that, like the way that mother's talking. I want to be that kind of grandmommy, like (laughs) not maybe, you know, but mom, grandmother that talks and can convey so much love and joy and depth in some, you know, talking to grandkids
2: and I also love that like true mother was probably looking at this aquarium and thinking about like the kids right or like she can look at something and her heart is like oh this is a great story I can you know tell the kids and I can use this to explain this certain concept you know so I could see this like being made into like a little storybook that I could read to my kids a little cartoon
0: and Nina that's an interesting point too that our parents are in their grandparent life phase and this is modeling, you know, how precious that is to be in that place. And so your your thought that like true mother can just be in her living room and see the aquarium being like, oh, I'm gonna share that the next time I talk to the, you know, the nudie festival. I'm I'm I can't wait to talk to them. It, it's like it gives permission for our parents to totally embrace that and mm-hmm. not feel like they're letting true parents down or failing if they if they embrace this grandparenthood i love seeing the grandparents that are showing up and i think it's it's really like this healthy beautiful process this this generational experience i love that point that it 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 gives permission to celebrate being a grandparent. And that's the first time in history, right? To have the the true grandparents Mm -hmm. and then to have our, our parents, this is the first time to have three generations who can stand in true parents lineage. It's, it's precious. It's like, it's like this is what God has been waiting for. And it's the first time that God gets to experience the true grandparent heart through them and through true parents. It's it's really precious.
1: I feel like it helps a lot with identity too. Anyway, I'm thinking a lot of our kids from talking about this and how conveying who true parents are um, to them. It's like just sparking a lot of ideas, but how, how precious this is in the time we live in.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the next part of the speech, True Mother starts to transition, I think a little more into some simple education. So she says... Heavenly parents, ideal of creation was to live on earth with the children centered on true parents. The average human lifespan is less than 100 years. There is a big age difference between grandmommy and granddaddy. I can't help but smile reading grandmommy (laughs) and granddaddy. This is why granddaddy went to heaven first. Can you understand? You are lucky, however. Do you realize how blessed you are to live in a time when you can have beautiful and hopeful lives on earth with Heavenly Parent during grandmommy's time on earth? As a result of the human fall, humankind has made Heavenly Parent lonely until now. So I am speaking to you today in the hope that you will become children who bring joy, praise, and hope to Heavenly Parent every single day. There's one more sentence, but I'll leave that for the ending. Yeah, reading this, I realize I've been trying to develop like a family Hundake kind of resource where I take one of True Parents' quotes and come up with like a discussion question. Mm -hmm. And it's been really good for us. But I realized that this resource, this speech is, is such a valuable gift for my family that we could literally read this. This is literally true mother's words to my children. And I don't know why I haven't connected that yet, but I'm, I'm like so excited to just read this with them. This is her message to my children and how precious that is. I really couldn't help but smile when true mother says there's a big age difference between grandmommy and granddaddy. And she explains that's why granddaddy, that's why true father went to heaven first. And my youngest son is four. Whenever we talk about true parents, he can't remember which one is in spirit world and which one is alive. <laughs> so he says, "Is that the one that's in spirit world?" And I'm like, "No, it's true father who's in spirit." World. <laughs> because you know it's, he's four, and you know he knows one of them is in spirit world. <laughs> and you know we talk about what spirit world is right that it's it's not this far away place but that it's a place we're still close in heart so for him it's not like the end all he just knows you don't see them on earth and so i mean that's a that's a really beautiful thing to explain cuz she's highlighting that true parents are so special the emergence of true parents are so special and it doesn't make sense to only have a grandmommy, right? So she's picking up on that as a grandmother that I need to explain why granddaddy isn't here, but he's here in my heart, right? He's in spirit world, only because we had different uh, gap between our our ages. And it's just, it's like so practical. Her guidance is so simple and straightforward. It's like the encapsulation of the divine principle, you know, at least Mm -hmm. principle of creation in the fall in just a few sentences and that's all our children need to know you know like if they know that they are empowered for the future
1: I love it I'm totally gonna do the same thing like let's read this together actually my my sons are supposed to be going to bed but they heard the fish story they're like what (laughs) 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 what like bedtime story you know it's but Yeah, so many discussions over things. And I think nature, because it's so fascinating. It's such a great way to learn about Heavenly Parent and a lot of like God's intention and why and all these things. I, I feel like I'm learning so much through children's books and I love being a parent and learning. And then, yeah, the grandparent realm, I can only imagine, but it just looks so fun. <laughs> like, and I love, you know, like you were saying earlier, our, our parents, like those who are in grandparent realm to really celebrate it and see how much fun and like that joy and fun that True Mother is experiencing. Like, I'm so glad too for, for her and that she can experience that joy, you know, and God, Heavenly Parent, through. It's really incredible.
2: And I felt the same exact thing. Like as soon as I finished reading this speech, I was like, oh, this is a good way to introduce, you know, and explain more about True Parents. This is a lot more tangible and for my kids. And before that, I had never made the connection. I was always at a loss of like, which speeches, even books, because my oldest, you know, is four years old right now. And there's not many books that cater to that. But this is great. Uh, Like she can start making a connection with the, even the nickname grandmommy, granddaddy. Yeah, I really like that. I really like the way she explains it, really getting down to their level. Um, And then she says, you can have beautiful and hopeful lives on earth with heavenly parent during grandmommy's time on earth. And I was thinking about that. Actually, maybe our kids will be the last generation to be on earth at the same time as, you know, true mother. So that's really a special time. They might not be able to like meet her. You know, they might be able to see her from afar, but these videos, these speeches, so precious. True mother looking so beautiful in her dress and smiling and talking like that. These are going to be like treasures for our kids in the future for educating our kids and showing them how much, like, it's very hard to express how much true parents, you know, loved us or loved our kids, but through these speeches, I'm sure they'll feel it. Yeah, I mean,
0: that really hits me, Nina, like, I'm so moved that, you know, even though my children, true mother will pass away in the next, you know, 10 years or whatever, but we live in a time where first of all they're going to remember true mother like i mean how many how many huge broadcasts have i participated (laughs) in you know (laughs) and how many times have i traveled to korea or gone to an event my my middle daughter is always like mom why are you going on another trip is be is it because you have to help true mother again because that's how i explain it is i i true mother needs my help and so then they feel like okay all right mom you can go (laughs) So that, you know, at least those seeds are planted in their lifetime, but we also live in the era of technology where Mm. you're absolutely right that these, these videos are going to be precious gifts. And I'm, and now I'm like, so anxious about getting my hands on them and, and having those resources for my kids right now to plant the seeds right now, before they get older and, you know, their hearts are developing so quickly And when I reflect on on growing up in the church, I think the thing that was missing the most is this really love for true parents. And I don't know if your experiences were the same, but I, I think I understood God's heart very deeply and I understood true parents mission and I understood divine principle, but I didn't have this like personal, artistic relationship with true parents, even as a church leader, you know, as I got older and so now in this phase of my life I'm realizing that personal relationship is is so important and I think is one of the reasons why is one of the reasons I'm still here is that I've broken through in that and I I really see them as my true parents and so if I'm not able to translate that to my children then I think they're missing something that's very precious and so yeah I'm really moved by this point Nina is like I want it right now right I want to have yeah, it tomorrow gold. <laughs> I'll look for the videos and get them out there as soon as possible because it's yeah it's just really precious
2: the next step is to teach them Korean so they can yep. get it yeah no, that's
0: true straight.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> Yana and I myself. are still
1: barely learning right <laughs> <laughs> <I know.
2: laughs> but they've
1: picked up a few things so we'll like talk. yeah it's cute like the interest,
2: but sometimes she feel... says yo and everybody, you know, understands that, right? <laughs> right
1: totally, <yeah. laughs> the important ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's, I just see so much love in, like, we're getting so excited about this, like, resource for our children. But I feel like that's totally true mother's intention. I just want to say, "Wang Oma" for the rest of this, <laughs> "Wang Oma's intention" mm-hmm. of like you know, and I just feel so much love as a parent right now. I'm feeling a lot of just gratitude because it's one thing because of the technology, like these are happening in person in Korea and wow, that's awesome to be there. But I feel like we're getting just as much, you know, the future will too, like they'll be able to put these on and see and that's the time we live in history that we have that so it's like it is this golden age or time yeah someone else was saying that like this time is like a really golden time of course there's a lot of things we are aware of that aren't ideal or like the best situation but like I feel that's that's what true mother's saying here beautiful and hopeful lives on earth during grandmommy's time on earth Mm -hmm. and it's like because of the miracle of true parents, like that first sentence, right, that's con- directly connected merit of the age to a lot of these technological things. And I still remember the rally of hopes, like, whoa, literally, anybody can connect to true mother. Like, that's fascinated me. Like, you know, it hadn't been like that so much before.
2: the. Yeah, you had to travel to Korea. Yeah. Yeah, we're very lucky.
1: What you were sharing, Kaylee, about like connecting to true parents, because I think growing up, it is really powerful to have stories. I had, my parents had some direct stories with like attending true parents, like my dad as a security guard, which was really cool. And I remember those as a child, like those little stories. But I think even we as parents don't have necessarily those kind of direct experiences that our parents did. But the other day, my son's, you know, like kids are so creative. He was like, he's super into roads and maps. And he's like, is there a road like that can travel? We can travel around the whole world. And I was like, <laughs> Drew, father thought about that <laughs> road. And I was like, let's read it in 100K. Like it made it find that stuff. And it was like so cool because it was like, yes, like kids are thinking on this future, you know, these things. And it's so cool to be able to connect it. and even the other day, like, they're into Minecraft, and they're, like, I flooded the whole desert, and I was, like, true mother talked about that, in her <laughs> about, like, because I was saying, like, there was one speech, her mother was, like, hey, can we turn the deserts into forests, and I yeah, was, the
0: like, deserts, yeah.
1: Guys, yeah, and I was, like, what do you guys think, can you do that, and they're, like, yeah, I'm like, we can do that, <laughs> but, like, and then the Minecraft, so there's, like, little ways to connect it, that it's not, like, direct experiences with your parents but you know it creates that same feeling of like whoa they had that same idea or they talked about it and it becomes a conversation even though we haven't you know it's different than like oh when I heard this directly from mother but we still we still did like we talked about it when we read it or saw it in the speech and I think and like the speech too being able to read it and talk about it but I think that's the key thing is like It's a daily, like the connection with like, why do we do 100K? And and it's like how they're a part of that, creating this culture together. It's not just like what true parents are saying and doing, but like, how are we responding? Or, oh, wow, you had the same idea. That's so cool. You know, things like that, that makes it feel very, like we're a part of history together.
0: Yeah, I love the idea. I mean, you made me think that or appreciate All the different initiatives true parents have started, right? Especially father and all his great ideas and the dreams and the seeds that he's planted. I mean, it literally means that anytime your child has an idea or, you know, has their their future profession, they've decided you can connect that to true parents because they've really tried to make an avenue for every possible situation to accomplish that. It really starts with us having the knowledge, but also having that artistic relationship ourselves. And it almost makes me feel like it's, it becomes more of an an oral history in some ways. Yeah, we'll have books and we'll have resources, but as parents, that's the most essential part is that we can pass it on in those precious moments, right? Not just sitting and reading on which is good, but like in the moments that are most impressionable, where it's like tangible and real, and it's a, a thing that really matters to them in that moment it really is dependent on us. And are we in that place where we can like catch that inspiration from heaven and plant that beautiful seed in their heart? And so things like this to this kind of speech is, there's a lot of resources that we can tap into if we start moving in that direction. Okay, so I'll read the final sentence here, which is very simple, but I, I always loved True Mother's last sentences in her speeches. So she says, today is a happy day, isn't it? Yes. I wish you a day filled with joy and gratitude to our heavenly parent. And what strikes me here is that she could have said this in any speech, actually, and it would have been totally normal, right? And it it signals to me that she really is the mother of all, that no matter what situation she's looking at or the people she's talking to, in the end, she comes back to this really motherly heart that wants joy and and peace and happiness for each child in their heart although she's talking to little children here this applies to me this applies to all the global leaders that she talks to and she is who she is i'm my husband and i are rereading mother's memoir again what strikes me about her memoir every time i read it is just how clear her voice is about who she is and her identity which wasn't always, I wasn't aware of growing up. I think as a mom, I am just like so grateful to see someone who is fully living in her motherhood, like in every aspect of her life. And it gives me permission to equally be proud of and hold on to that. And, you know, we all work for the church and we know we traditionally have very yang or masculine or fatherly style leadership. And sometimes it's hard to lean into the the part of you that is the the mother's heart, even though it's coming up for you so strong, right? And how do you express that in a way that can be received? But when you see true mother leading like that, then it gives you permission to have total confidence that absolutely this voice needs to be brought up. It's maybe not traditional for some of our leaders, but this point of view is so important. So I just have a lot of gratitude for true mother that she. She leads absolutely that way, no matter what environment she's in. And it's it's just like so comforting for me.
2: Beautifully said, Kelly. <laughs> I think it's a great way to end the speech. It's so hopeful, so joyful. The whole tone of the speech, you can just feel True Mother's really happy.
0: Yeah, I almost wanted to start singing If You're Happy and You Know It, clap your hands, <laughs> you know, like in, in my That'd mode. be great. Great
2: ending. You <laughs> can do that when you read it. <laughs> what we do with my family, yeah? yes. <laughs> A good idea you have your whole resource now you have the little speech <laughs> the education the song what about the dance you do dance right Kaylee
0: yes we could do a
1: dance and
0: draw the...
2: something
1: yeah or you can turn it into biology like for a little older like look up those white fish like I was curious yeah, about that, like yeah what are those type of fish you know go go all out
0: got science in there everything's covered yeah. Well, ladies, this, out of all the episodes I've done, I think this has been the most joyful experience. I mean, I always get a lot out of the speeches, but I I went into this episode recording rather tired and exhausted, and I have just come out like so happy and joyful. And so, yeah, I just want to say thank you. And I want to ask each of you to just share whatever, you know, final insights or final inspirations come up from this experience today or this whole area that we're talking about true mother as a as a grand mommy, a Wong, um or anything you feel like needs to be shared with those that are listening today
1: i was feeling how like what we're feeling now because the same thing like so joyful and happy and laugh like that's the feeling that i hope our children feel when they think of wang oma you know and wang Opa Opa. Opa. I was like
0: Nina you gotta help the Korean we're working on our (laughs) Korean
1: (laughs) yeah like that's amazing and I feel like they would want that just like this last sentence of that joy filled with joy feeling I think that's what we're describing and what an amazing way to like genuinely feel that in connection with true parents and I think that's part of what's so special about that grandparent heart and realm because I feel like we have that a little bit towards your grandparents I mean it depends. I think everyone's family's relationship and dynamic is different, but there's like a little difference in that generational gap that I think is very intentional school of love designed by God, that there's the softness that grandparents have toward their grandchildren and vice versa. And I think that that's really beautiful. And that, you know, a lot, as we mentioned, and I think it's good that we talked about this, he was very joyful, but we also talked about a lot of people grew up our peers like with very difficult feelings and still very difficult feelings about true parents and I think that's part of our generation but yeah I I feel very like inspired by just recognizing the special relationship that younger children can have with true parents that's different and in some ways I'm honored like we can we work through what we're working through right so that the future is much more what we all hope for and what mother hopes for like for everyone you know
2: more joyful I'm also inspired by like the joyful atmosphere of it like I'm grateful that True Mother puts on this nudie no Hyojong nudie festivals like I was looking a little bit at the videos and they do like quizzes on True Parents Life oh. and they get prizes and like you were saying they're singing and dancing and it seems like a very joyful way to educate our kids and that's something you know I haven't seen so much of in the past and I think that's why we're all excited as moms because we can really see, you know, ourselves using this to like educate our kids and help them understand and make that special connection with, you know, Wangoma, Grandmommy. So it's yeah, it, I feel really inspired, and I could totally see myself reading this this speech with with my kids. I think speeches like this is what helps me connect to true mother. Also, like the child in me really connects with this and mm-hmm. is healed by this, because I think. Like you mm-hmm. said, Kila, in the past, there were many, you know, very harsh words, you know, you have to do this or else. But this is very, yeah, very joyful. It's very healing for mm-hmm. me as well to, to be able to see True Mother in that light. Um, and also from the experiences, you know, that I've had with True Mother. I know she's always very motherly, you know, like taking care of all the little details. Like one time she, I think we translated a book. And so she invited all the translators to have a meal together. And everything was so curated. She she said, like, you know, I made this little, like, green sauce uh, for the steak so that, you know, you guys can stay healthy. And I picked these (laughs) grapes from my garden. It was so personal. And and she's always put in all of that motherly love. And I'm sure with these HyoJong Nuri festivals, too, she's telling people, okay, you have to do this and make sure you prepare the cake with the candles, as we can see in the picture there. So she's, you know, taking care of all the details to make sure it's a great experience for, for the kids. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. That
0: this has been so much fun. I feel like too much fun.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> a little late. To I know, we did have a second
0: speech, but <laughs> it's getting later in the night. But yeah, I just want to say thank you. Yeah. This was an awesome experience, and I love you both. You guys are awesome.
1: Thanks, Kayleigh, for this K-Lay. platform. Yeah.